Welcome back. We're the Reverend Junkies. This is another episode of uh, Poor Guest. Dude, get Chris on. That is the title. Um, Dan's got some stories. I need to go get my my notepad because I, I have a couple. I do not want to try wanna that. Want to try that? No. Another poor. No, I'm good. Now on. I might have just bumped. It played a sound, and you guys will know what that is soon. Oh, it's still going. Got it. I do like that it shows you know that. What? We'll, just, we'll move that. We now know out. our sound. So we can't even do that anymore. I'm going to go grab a whiskey. You pour that. There's no way I want that. I, on this episode of Another Part, which is now on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube, I'm going to drink Koval Single Barrel Whiskey Rye Amarana Barrel Finish Distilled in Chicago, which means their distillate. And it's 100 proof, which is maybe the best proof ever. What's your favorite proof ever right now? Um, like I think between. No, I want like I, give me like a actual number. You yep. want like an actual number? Because ranges um, make it easy. I think one hundred seven. One hundred seven proof. Yeah, that's a good proof. It is because of Jack Twelve. Yes, a hundred. Weller's fine. Jack Twelve, I think, is actually way more the reason of one hundred seven than. Antique. Jack 12 is. All right. I have um, Stag 22B. How much you want to bet I hit this off, break it, because there's cement below it with this mic arm because I moved it? You know, I would like to bet $0 because I would really like it. You know what? A large amount so you don't do it. How about that? <laughs> Reverse psychology, someone say. Oh this thing's stuck in there. Look at that. Hey, I'm going to be honest because I've already emptied one of those. I had to use my teeth to get it out. It's miserable, buddy. You're going to drink stag. Just a little nip of stag. Which one? 22B. We haven't had that one. I have not. Dude, that was really like in there. The, and when you put it back in, you realize how in there it is. Yep. Gone forever. Yeah, you. those are, uh, it's like you need a pry tool to get you know those on. I got there. up to get that and I was going to get my my notepad. Yeah, my, you didn't do um, it. Is that palms. your notepad? And I forgot. It is not. Shit. Burb. All right. So today, I have a whiskey topic we can talk about, or we just do stories. Okay. So whiskey topic. Let's just do that first. For the people who are into whiskey, we'll talk about this for a little while, uh, and then All right, hit me with that whiskey. Topic. There's gonna be there's a if you're interested and you've been around the channel for a minute, the YouTube channel, you know of the cat named Cookie. Yeah. And Cookie has been through hell lately, and we're gonna talk about it in a minute. But first, the topic that I want to talk about with whiskey was spirits awards, just as a general topic. So we'll go right to cookie. <laughs> um, because realistically, I hate talking about whiskey awards. I want to make, I wish we're, we, I want to start a spirit awards organization that's solely and purely for nobody except consumers. Is um, okay. Isn't that the point of all of them, though? Nope. I actually think it's the opposite. You think it's for retailers? I think or it's what? for distilleries and it's marketing. Oh, yeah. I think that now most of like all of the Spirit Awards. So just to give you a general idea, I actually Googled Spirit Awards the other day in just because eventually I want to talk about this. If you just Google like Spirit Awards, because I was seeing how many there were, yeah. just a general, the whole first page is a every link is a truly different one. LA, New York, San Francisco, all the big cities have their own spirit awards. 
Somehow San Francisco is just the biggest one, right? So, so yeah, there are, are a couple different ones that are heads and shoulders above the most. Sure. That people talk about San Francisco is one of the them. one. The ascots are coming. Ascots, up Fred Minix. Um, like those, I think are really the big two that people look inside of whiskey. I think so. Ascot actually, Fred was on San Francisco's panel mm. and then launched his own. And I don't blame him at all for launches. It sounds like truly. And I don't mean anything we talk about or say today. I have no, neither of us have any qualms with Fred or anything like that, obviously. All I, I hung out was, with Fred the other day. It was a blast. All I heard was is you have all the malice in the world. <laughs> um, Dude. Towards anyone that has a whiskey spirits competition. Me and Fred, and now I do think it, when I got on, on Matt ADHD Whiskey's live stream, when he hit 50,000 subscribers, he did a live stream. Fred was on there. I came in with the belt on. I got on that stream with the belt. So you came in a little hot. I came in. I couldn't hot. make it. We were. Um, you guys were out of town. Yeah, we were out of town, and I didn't have anything to set up. I just got to wish Matt the best. I came in hot. Yeah. As I. On brand. It's on Matt's stream. Matt host Matt Madness, and I won, and I have the physical belt for it. I wore the belt. It, Matt pulled me in. The camera was zoomed into my waist with the belt on. Fred's on the stream, right? Yeah. Me and Fred have never spoken a word to each other. Yeah, we have. When? We've talked to Fred. No, we haven't. We've never met we Fred. We've never talked to Fred. No. Well, hi. That's Luna. Hi, babe. Or not. We're shooting a podcast right we now. We will be in like 25 minutes. Just holding inside. Are you leaving? Okay. That's fine. Did you? Will you just tell him that? Okay. And tell him like, unless it's like an emergency, like try not to like come out a thousand times. He's with Carter. He'll be fine. Yeah. Love Just you. load up Fortnite. Be That's what they're doing. Him and oh. Carter are playing for. Getting your tootsies done. I love you. Oh, my gosh. Is that your favorite? She loves getting her tootsies done. I know. She painted my fingernails the other day. Three of do, them. Do you get to pick your color when you get your tootsies done? And the design? Yeah. Oh, are we being shy about this? Yep. We're just experiencing. We're just experiencing shyness at three. We're learning it. Okay. She doesn't like awkward moments. Okay. I want to. I want to take a detour. Sure. In the middle of your yeah. conversation, because of that. Yeah. Is that the most adorable shit in the world? When they're shy. Yeah. I feel bad. Why? Because I want to normalize. It's okay to feel what you're feeling right now. Yeah. Like don't don't like accept that that's gonna happen. Yeah. And then we'll figure out how to just oh see be I normalized because right? I I get to see that as she's. She's very young yeah. and coming into her own person. Yeah. So like she has a thought yeah. and then she's like, no, no. Also to what you're saying, it was like, I want the world to accept you. Yeah. And to what you're saying. Yeah. It was like, it's just so adorable I, though. What I want is her to keep the ideology that she doesn't have to give a flying fuck about anybody else in their yeah, thoughts yeah. and opinions. Whatever I, you like, I, I, you should like. Be you yep. without, without encroaching on other people's stuff. Be it's you. It's tough, man. There's a balance. It's tough. You got to be you without being an asshole. Yeah. There's, there's some, there's, there's like a line, right? Uh, yeah. So what the goal is that, that like a broad line stay you walk. forever within a very a normal amount. Of, don't hurt other people. You can't be De Dexter's him. He kills oh, people. Yeah. But he's still him. There's yeah. a problem, right? I don't want her to like be a bully and like beat the shit out of people and that kind of stuff. What I want is her it. to be her and within her own universe yeah. and world and like be confidently her. Now, I will say she looked at Mandy the other day. My sister's Mandy. She looked at Mandy in the car. This is back when Holden was playing soccer. She looks yeah. at Mandy and she goes, 
and they had just done like some makeup thing or something or she put on a silly hat mm-hmm. or they were like playing and she goes why are you ugly and mandy goes what did you just say and luna goes and she realized that she had said something that yeah. was conf- like weird yep. to mandy and she looked at mandy and she goes stop it like immediately because oh, she yeah. felt it yep and, I, and Luna was joking, she's got a lot of feelings. but she didn't realize like when she's joking, she doesn't realize how people accept. She called she the other day. She looked at me and she goes, I don't love you. And I go, what did you just say to me? And she goes, I don't love you. And I'm like, and she's like, right now she's yeah. Dada's girl and never wants her mom. Never wants anybody 100%. else. And she's like, and I would look at her and go, yes, you do. And she goes, stop it. Cause she feels that weird yeah. sense of like, did I hurt your feelings? Yep. And I don't want her to like be sad about she, it. She's at that age that she has a very good diction, yeah, and doesn't understand the weight of words. Yeah, which there's is, no context. Yeah, it's fantastic yeah. to watch. And but most of the time, it's really funny because all all kids will just tell you exactly, truly what they're thinking, no filter, and often just be like, "What's the problem?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, dumbass. You know what I mean? Holden, what did Holden? I don't know, dude. Holden tell Holden's getting to the point now. This is a disaster. Oh, he's, he's too young to have a sex talk with. He's eight. Ugh. The world has accelerated sex 100%. talks right yeah. he's eight and then he'll be like what does 69 mean and i'm like hey man yeah chill dude hey man at like 12 we're gonna have to sit down really and i think it's gonna out, be earlier than 12 you think so i do yeah it's probably like because he's getting 11. way too much of this shit from yeah. school any like like he'll play Fortnite, and we have it we have it online so we can only play with friends yeah i know it's, they're like his cousins and stuff like that he can't play with strangers unless I'm with him. Then I can like it. I think it's better him. or worse. I think it's probably worse. You think it's worse? Yeah. Because of how he's getting information. We're, we monitor it pretty well, yeah. but it's difficult. Yeah. Like for real. Cause he can watch YouTube. We let him watch YouTube and stuff, but he watches like unspeakable yeah. Mr. Beast. I'm just thinking it's like, I'm, I'm almost a little indifferent right now. Yeah. Don't have a kid that sure. age. So it makes sense right. that it was like, I want you to get, some information. Some. And maybe it all doesn't have to be from me. This is the exact same thing as Santa Claus. Yeah. You don't want to be the first parent to tell your kid, right? <laughs> because you ruined it for the whole school. Because your kid went to school, he goes, yeah. guess what, guys? <laughs> that shit's fake. Like immediately. Yeah. But you also can't be the last because your kid can't be the kid that's yep. left out. That kid can't also be at the the um, cafeteria. Yeah. I mean, like, hey. Crying. Penis, vagina, <laughs> babies. Dude, Let's talk 100%. about it. And you're like, well, what the? He looked at me. He's like, what's 69 mean? I'm like, that's some adult stuff. Like, you'll, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll learn time. as we get older. Yep. And then he's like, we got to shelf that. What did he say to me today on the way we went to the farmer's market this morning? And he said something. And he goes, I know what that means. And I go, you don't know what that means. And he goes, yeah, it means making out. And I'm like, if that's what you think it means right now, we're good. Like, that's yeah. an acceptable range of yep. your knowledge. Then he went, but more. And I go, and I'm like, what's more mean? He goes, when you're naked. I'm like, where are you? Where? You're eight, dude. Yeah. Like, there's not barely, there's realistically no sexuality in your life yet. You no. don't even know what's going on. It's terrifying. He'll get there, though. Oh, he will get the sex there. talk is pre 12 for sure. Four it more years. There's now. no way, dude. God damn. Well, how, I don't even know what grade you're in when you're 12. There's no way, though. We got it. He's in second grade. I think I got it in fifth grade. I got it around 11 to 12, the talk. No, no, not with my parents. I'm saying oh, like okay. the, the school one was like that was the, that the was middle school one. for me. I got it in fifth. That's early. Yeah, it feels early from a school. You know, I'll, I'll never forget it because I said the word hard on <laughs> in the cafeteria. I got suspended for that. Shit. You did? I did what? Because I talked oh, in about, elementary school. Yeah, because I talked about what yeah. we learned and was like, I'm just regurgitating. Yeah, that's the not exact fair. Video. Yeah, and it was like 
talking about a hard on. Yeah. And I was like, I've, I have no context of what this is. The kid, hey, you know? And as a kid, that's Let's handle this better. As a kid, that's funny as hell. Hey, the funniest thing I've ever yeah. heard. Because I had no idea what I'm learning about. I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. dude, you know, the person that suspended you never been with a woman. You know what I mean? Or a man, whatever they're into. I don't care. But I'm just saying like, yeah. they're like sexually so frustrated. They're like, how dare you talk about fun? Yeah. I had the most hard on because I don't call it. I hate. I don't know why. I have like a weird. I have like trauma with the word hard or on? this. The is that, that's a phrase. This I, I just want to also point yeah. out. This got so sideways so fast. It did. Sorry. But, we'll get back to it. Yeah. Um, one do that one time. This is I don't think I've ever told this story. I think Ricky knows it and my parents know it. Um, one time I was Very like excited. 11, 12, maybe 13. I was a young boy, though. Fear boner. Hitting huh? puberties. Yep. Right. And I'm in the shower and I'm learning that like, damn, feels pretty good. Stuff's huh? kind of cool. Right. Yeah. Little like, dude, we got we're all sud up like <laughs> suds everywhere. Right. I'm in the shower. My mom's like, we got to go. I'm like, yeah, just a minute. Right. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on truly. I'm right? gonna need about at least uh, all the time you'll give yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. My mom just, I don't know, let's call it three minutes later, busts in the door. Now the shower curtain shut. Yeah. There's some privacy in there. Shower curtain shut and she goes, Hey, you gotta get out. I'm like, get out just a minute. You know, I'm almost done in here. Yeah. Mind you, I'm notorious even then for taking super long showers. Uh sidebar on the sidebar of the sidebar. Dan takes the longest shower of anyone I've ever met. If you'll give me 45 in there, I'll take it. Yeah. Every day of the week. 100%. And I'm not wasting water and don't tell me I am. I'm meditating. I'm relaxing. No, I agree with you. It's I, I also take dude. a very long it's truly shower. alone time. Yeah, it is. Because it's just you. Yeah. You're hanging out. Doing whatever you want. relaxed place. Yeah. Warm. I'll just stand there. I'll just dance back mm-hmm. and forth. Yeah. And back and forth. What am I doing? Just staying warm. Yeah. Just nothing Sometimes else. you slip a finger in the back. Nope. What? No. Uh, so no. So no. anyways, I'm sitting there and my mom comes in and she just... She, mind you, I'm a child, right? Like legitimately, yeah. I'm a child. You're still her she baby. Goes, shower curtain, full open, full blown, right? And she goes, my mom just goes, oh my gosh, do you have a heart on? Oh no, mom. <laughs> Dude, I went, mom, don't say it like, because at this time, like, there's no recovery Kids from that. think like the word's boner for oh, kids, yeah. at the, especially at our, like back in our day or whatever. But I literally was like, I can never, that word now, trauma. Like if like thankfully Ricky knows that story, but the word hard on for me is like yeah my mom said that when I did you know never what I mean not once Isn't that weird in front of my parents never not well I didn't do it intentionally Oof. in front of my I parents. know but I, I got think caught doing I food I pray to God that never happened in my like youth yeah that it's more it's mortifying scarring. it's more scarring you now know why you. I have all yeah, this trauma I get that got caught with porn what by my dad told my mom fucking snitch. Snitch, dude. This is back when we had dial-up, right? Like, for, like Bef- this AOL why, disc. You know what? This is why I became a network engineer. This is now. why I, you got caught on the computer and you thought, you know what? I need to I learn how to scrub again? that internet. Never again will I get caught. Mm-hmm. This this your, uh, might your be origin my, story. my origin yeah. story. <laughs> the worst IT engineer of all time. Yeah, I just, I just want to look porn and not get caught. Dude, uh, you know what my dad made me do? This might be fucked up. He sat down. And he went through it, through the URLs, and he goes, "Oh no, this is what you're into? You think that's okay? Mind you, grew up in a very Christian household, very much. So, so. that was this was a hot thing at the time. Yeah. You think that's okay? You think that's acceptable? You think this is it? You know that that's wrong? You know, like that was the fucking conversation. Crazy dude. 
Now, here's the thing. What happens when I catch hold? Because inevitably. It's going to happen. Right. I yeah. catch hold with porn. I go, hey, bro. Let's talk about it. Be cool. I think. I think That's the, super unhealthy. I, I think the way it went down, I, I'm not casting any stones to your father. Sure. That was the day and age that they got brought up in. Yeah. I think it's just healthy. You sit down. You're like, hey, man, I get it. Yeah. Daddy does it too. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I like. I mean, you gotta you check out www yeah, yeah. dot. It, it's not like that. It's yeah, like yeah. it's a very like normal human thing. Yeah, you just get in. No, so here's the thing. It is. I think the, the I think I I just can't imagine chastising a child right. anymore. Like because you're already I think embarrassed. How fragile. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, like, it goes back to she was embarrassed talking about her her toenail color. Her toenail. Yeah. Color. It was like that is such a fragile thing. Sure. You don't want to. Like, well, and on top of that, I actually think now that you delicate. point that out to add to that, I already think this is like such a sin because I was so religious. Yeah. So I already knew I already had this built in religion guilt yeah. to even J. Owen. No, not even porn, just yeah. J. Owen, dude. I could J. O. raw. I could stare at the wall and J. O. That's a sin, right? A hundred percent, dude. Then when you add naked people on top of it, way worse sin. Even though all sins in theory created equal, I'm it's glad not. we grew up a little bit different, dude. So when it, when we were going when this is happening, it made it so much worse because I'm like, you know, like the I genuinely thought when I jo'd people that had died could see me do it, like my grandma. So, dude, this is all a religion you had thing. The I swear, worst to God. fucking jo and experience I've, I've ever heard of dude, in my life. This all of them. I was built in guilt. You could have thought I was Catholic for like 30 years. Oh, yeah. I mean, because that's really the guilt that thing. In, yeah. The, um, oh my God. Yeah. It's wild how crazy it got. But I like grew up, like was born, grew up in church, grew up in youth, grew up yep. and like preached at a church. Like literally my whole, like my was like kind of set up to be a pastor or something of that sort was, I think the ideology. I think you had like a, a solid 75%. Yeah. I think that was your career path. My dad a, a was hot minute. preaching intermittently. Yeah. I preached at a uh, youth pastor church camp um, on the book of Job. Because I, dude, I love that book. Best book in the Bible. Job? All about punishing somebody for not believing in God. I was like a, we, yeah. Job like said no to God and God took away his whole family, killed them all. I preached a sermon on it. Swear to God. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna look at this. I'm a masochist, there, dude. That's crazy. Find out I have partnered with a crazy person. I'm a masochist. Yeah, that's wild. Are. I like revelations. You like pain. Revelation like is the best. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm finding out some weird kinks about you, huh? All right, cool. So yeah, um, the <laughs> J. So it was like it did make it way worse. Now I do agree. Now in today's age, like with Holden, I pull him aside. We're gonna talk about a story that happened yesterday in my life. So I, I, I would say. Um, realistically, I think you are a good, uh, progressive parent. Yeah. I think you, you talk about things very, um, progressively. Sure. So you, you take the topics and you talk about them as they come to you. Um, so I, I think it's going to be good for the kid. I do too. It's going to be a wildly different experience than you have. A hundred percent. Um, hyper different. To have that, like the Ford mindset is a little bit different. Sure. We talk about well, like what we had to grow up yeah. with, and you're like, you know, it wasn't great. Yeah, and we we always want to do the, I would like to do it better than just yeah, just figure it thing. out. Yeah, so I always hope I will be like that. Yeah, but you never know until I, you're there. I don't think that it's hard to be like that because I think that as we move forward in society, we 
Like, okay, my dad's day and age was not a talk about your emotions. No. I've seen the, my dad cry once. No way, once. shape, or form was it like, hey, we have emotions. Yeah. We acknowledge that. Yeah. It was, you bury, bury that down shit. Deep. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> Yeah. Don't be a put, shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, there wasn't even therapy for dudes. I, there was, but yeah. it wasn't a used service or anything. Yeah, we tease the shit out of you if you win. Yeah. Um, and so I think now, I just think it's more normalized that it's like, yeah, hey, just, you. Re- we all know now you're supposed to, t- you should have talked about it. So, like, with Holden, it's like, I, th- like, the porn subject is like, listen, this isn't real life. Is the important lesson to learn. Yes. This is a very abnormal thing you're this is entertainment yeah you're not watching real life right you're basically doing the exact same thing when you watch that is when you're watching a movie going to a movie yeah yeah they are not real life yeah uh, you know dr strange ain't real right and what you're watching yeah. over here also ain't yeah. real. hey man don't try and throw these tricks down first time yeah not gonna work and she's gonna be no like what the she- fuck are you doing yeah. get out of there that's what she's gonna say that's how that works she's be like, get the fuck out yeah i yeah. still get that same one um <laughs> But like no, hundred. But yeah, it can. It, this it, is the it, thing. Everything can be this learning that's and teaching the whole moment. Debate yeah. Is like um, what is it? Uh, Maya Rudolph. She did the the whole thing. It was uh, man, I can't think of the name of it. She did a, a whole deep dive on like the porn industry yeah. and like how like bad it was. Sure. And they're like so. God. Listen, a lot of people in porn I, are hyper traumatized. I have to. Like, that's Google real. Because it, it, it was honestly, it was like a Netflix documentary. Oh, shit. I can't remember what it was. On porn? Yeah. Really? Was it big? Well, yeah. it was Maya, Maya Rudolph. Had to be pretty big. That uh, Koval is phenomenal. I got a burp, but it won't come out. That's crazy. Dude, that you got a, that Koval, you might not hate. It's a ride, though. It's good. That's really good. But yeah, I do genuinely believe that could just be a teaching. I, I think almost everything can be a teaching moment if you allow yourself the patience to talk to your child in a way that's not talking down to them. Every time you talk down to them, they shut, they're going to shut down and they're not going to learn anything. What they're they're going to be frustrated and embarrassed and you know, whatever. And I think realistically, you can just you can scoot past that part if you're willing to like be on their level and I can't fight it. Try to understand. I don't remember who I heard say it. I but thought it was like real girls or something. Oh like my gosh, that. yes. That is um I know exactly I what you're talking about. Yeah, I, it's real. It is it, named I, something I think just it's like real that. girls yeah. or something like that. I couldn't find it. Um that was definitely I, on Netflix. I'm I'm yeah. trying to find it and not find porn in my Google search. Good and luck. Uh, that's a fine line come to find Oops. out. Oops. Yeah. So I think <laughs> oh, it was no. that. And it was like literally talking about girls that were like in the industry yeah. and like how devastating it was. Yeah. So it was like when you learn that side of it is, it's and then dark. you now have to take all that knowledge, you distill it down into your life experiences, everything that you know, and then you have to tell that to an 11 year old. Yeah. And you're like, hey, man, like, this is how it works. Yeah. And what you're seeing is not real. Yeah. And that is never going to translate to real life. Yeah. And, but it's also a healthy thing. Jay Owen's good for you, dude. Yeah. I'll stand by it. Every, you got a J.O. Listen, you can't get backed up ever. It's bad for your health. Yeah. No, J, no, no what is it? No J.O. November? No not, yeah. yeah. No not November? That's bullshit. And that's yeah. bad for your prostate. I'm convinced. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure. But all these people that do it, you go up, and then that one month, you're like, you know what? I could not do abstain. a whole month. Could you do a month? Fuck no. A week? You're shitting me? A week. Without? Mm-hmm. 
No. Not even close, dude. Three days? Yeah. <sighs> oh, man. We can do three days. Three days is rough. Really? Three is oh. rough. Okay. So I will say you don't ever leave your house. I have your so, compound. Sure. Dan has a compound here. So he just stays here. Safe back here. people. Safe back here. Um, <laughs> you don't ever go yeah. out on like vacation sure. to say your in-laws. Right? Yeah. So you don't do a weekend away. Oh, a weekend away. I'm still Jay Owen. What? Buddy, I'm Jay Owen everywhere. What? Everywhere. Give me a, give me a weekend away. Give me a location. Give me a space. Your parents' cabin. Hunt. Dude, I hope they the last it. time I, hope, I was there, I hope they don't watch it. Was there for two days? What? It wasn't even a JO. It's BJ. Oh well, taking care. It's, it's got to be taken care. It's got. It doesn't have to be. There's no way, dude. I'm going everywhere. It's the literally the same as Tom Segura's last comedy tour name. Uh, is it? I came everywhere. I'm coming everywhere. Yeah. And um, dude, I just watched Tom Segura's new Netflix special. Good. <sighs> Wait, wait, wait. One of my favorite comedians of all time is Tom Segura. Oh, I don't like the preface here. One of my you favorites You don't ever. preface a lot unless... I, I got like a uh, Dave Chappelle, Joe Rogan, Tom Segura. Fair. What's um, our lineup? Eliza Schlesinger's probably in there. Oh, for sure. Um, Whitney Cummings probably... Whitney Cummings probably in there. Okay. But anyways, this is like these are like a, a big fan of this crowd. Yeah. There were some like really funny jokes, like really funny story setups, everything. And then there was and just then, some like downtime, which is a bummer. Yeah. The last, the, and I won't give any of it away. The okay, last joke it. in Tom Segura's newest special on Netflix is the funniest joke he's ever told. Really? Ever. Okay. I thought you were going to be like uh, the whole way overall like special, not his best special. Okay. His best joke is the last joke of that special. And it's perfect. It's hilarious. It's seemingly, I mean, it could definitely be relatable. It's executed perfectly. Did you go back and watch um, Bert's last stand-up? Razzle Dazzle? Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. And I don't know why, because I love Bert so much. so much of it. I love Bert so much. Like, a lot of it was workshop. That's why I didn't watch it. We went and and saw him in person. Oh, it is? different. Is it better? Yes. Oh, his stand-up in person was good. It was. But the like three quarters of it the same, the last quarter different. Oh, so he took. I'm, I'm I will say that he took a lot of shit that worked and was killed. It really, killed. people were dying there that stayed in there. Okay, and then like some of the the like the downtime that like we were talking yeah. about didn't work, that's gone. Um, and that makes the sense. In en- the ending, totally different. really, yeah. So Tom Segura just released all of the jokes they edited out of his Netflix special on YouTube. Yep. Two of those jokes are significantly funnier for me than two of the jokes in the special. Oh, so it's really weird. Yeah. I've seen a couple of the, the, the YouTube ones. Yeah. But I have not seen the special itself. Yeah. Dude, the, the last joke I had Ricky watch the last joke this morning when we were driving to the farmer's market in the car. I just had, she was watching it and she was dying. It's so funny. And she had no. She didn't watch the whole special. She watched only the last joke. Tom's good. Funniest. Tom's so funny. funny we saw Tom in person three times now. We saw your mom's house live. Two Tom stand up. Do do him stand up twice. His crowd work. All right. Is phenomenal. We're, we're twenty seven minutes in. We did a good job get, talking about spirits. Do you want to get back into your spirits word thing? I feel like we might be able to dip the. the we toe could do back that. Into it. Um, okay. That what I was saying was we got to hang out with Fred, and yeah. the, this is where we stopped hanging out with Fred. 
by the end of it, I'm convinced me and Fred may be best friends. Yeah. By the end of that stream, me and him were giving Matt shit together, think, and it was phenomenal. I think it is very, 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 very accepted. Every time Fred has a couple drinks, opens up a little bit, has some more fun, chills out. He was a blast on there. Everyone loves it. He was making fun of Jason's trains. Jason Again? got his Jason got a train out, buddy, on the on Again? the stream. And opened it. And Dragon was like, it's fine. Fred goes, glad you finally came to terms with how shit those trains are. Because so that's funny. where the, the clip comes from. Yeah. It's like, fuck your fucking trains. Yeah. Was Fred talking about yeah. his train at the time? He was like, I got one of his trains. These Jim Beam decanters. Every time Fred has a couple drinks, actually opens yeah. up, like just chills out, relaxes, normal yeah. Fred. I think Comfy him. Fred's good. Yeah. Comfy Fred is gr- like, dude, on on um Bourbon Pursuit, Comfortable Fred's great. Jackie yep. was on there. He's like giving her shit. Yep. I like, and we just have never spoken to Fred. We don't know Fred personally. Obviously, we, we know of Fred. Everybody does. But um, dude, by the end, I was giving, I was started a sentence, and Matt never talks over anybody, even when he should. He can right. He taught he interrupted my story, and I was asking a question. And I go, yeah, man, fuck my sentence, huh? Fred starts laughing. And then I told Matt, I asked Matt, what's your favorite? I asked him, like, what's your favorite pick you've ever done or something like that? And then Fred was like, oh, I like that question. So Fred starts grilling Matt a little bit because Matt won't answer my question. Yeah. And then I start grilling Matt and Fred's grilling Matt. And I'm like, this is, it was perfect. It was phenomenal. We had a great time. I am a bad friend. I need to go back and rewatch that live stream. Oh, dude. If you, yeah, like. I wish I could have made it. A little while in was so much fun, dude. Just had nothing. And I was like, one of those things where I was like. Fred's a big name in whiskey, like a huge personality. Now, this is where we started talking about Fred is the Ascot Awards, right? Yeah. So he has the Ascot Awards. There's a San Francisco, LA, New York. There's like American Craft Spirits. There's an International Spirits Award that you can, it's, I swear to God, this list is endless of oh, yeah. awards. There are so many different awards that you can stick on a bottle. The problem is, is okay. So all of the, like, we, I don't know all of them. We know that San Francisco and Ascot, we know they do them blind. Because mm-hmm. Matt's a judge for Ascot Awards, yes. so we know some of the how the inner workings, I guess. But they do them blind; they get the samples and they do them blind, and then they give them basically give them a score, the yeah. spirit, whatever it is. They give them a score, and then that score is deter- that determines how they get a double gold or a platinum or whatever their scoring system is. I think they do too many a day. That's my too many in one day. Yeah. So I don't know the layout of like in the Ascot Awards per se. Yeah. Do I need to do 20 samples a day? Do I need to do 100? Do I have these samples for three days and that's it? And there's 300 samples? I'm not, I'm not going to say it, but I, I feel like Fred has said that they do a shit ton Fred in can a day. Fred can burn, dude. Fred can but burn it, through But it's them. all like you just uh, throw it in, rinse around, and spit it out. Yeah. So like I think that's why they do it so many a day. Yeah, um, yeah they're so not hammering all day. you do multiple spirits in a day. Mm-hmm. You do like a metric shit ton of samples in a day. You just... You roll around, mm-hmm. spit it on now. And it was like, dude, at the end of the day, you're still getting drunk. Well, and I think, and Fred has said that, like, no matter how, you can spit all of it out. Yeah. And eventually there's just a limit. They're just, you, you're just getting, it's absorbing. It absorbs, yep. You're swallowing your spit, which still had alcohol in it mm-hmm. to some extent. There is, now I don't know, like, I don't know how many of the San Francisco, San Francisco Awards do. I don't know how many Ascot or LA or new, anybody does. But I think what is interesting is like, so, I'm going to be fully honest and transparent. If we release a bottle of virtue and it wins an award fucking anywhere, put it everywhere. I'd be ecstatic. Yeah, and I don't exactly. care how serious a consumer takes it or not. I would be like, that's cool as fuck. Yeah. 
You have to. You have because it is. If that's yours good, and you made it, that's cool. It is free marketing. I know, but at it's that also point in time, does when it feel win good. Some, yeah, you win an award that is free marketing for you. Be like, hey, we won this at this competition, yep. whatever. Someone really, really liked it. Yeah, free marketing. The it's free marketing, but from a personal standpoint, it is Feels cool great. to see somebody yeah. say that was really good, man. And it doesn't matter how I do. This could be literally somebody that made up an award ceremony four days ago. And they were like, I give that a gold. You're like, that's really cool. I'll that's that. actually really yep. cool. I'll, I will 100% yeah. take that. Thank you, sir. Um, no one is going to see this, but thank you. Yeah. And now I'm going to plaster that. Everywhere. Yes. Now, the, this is the thing. I think currently Spirit Awards are set up only for distilleries to market. Yeah. For the, Seemingly. Because I think what happens is you have like, not I shouldn't say only, but mostly. Yeah, I, they're catered towards the distillery. They're not catered to the consumer. I agree because of how many things that we see win gold, double gold, platinum, or we're go. Really? That we know collectively, people yeah. in like consumer wise do not like, aren't buying, and it is like not a just a you know, it's not my profile. It's like a oh, how in the world would that win a gold? Right, like that's a pretty normal whiskey, and it yeah. beat. X, which is um, yeah. this monster that everybody knows is more complex, or and like you said, I the taste part is so subjective it that is. whoever your judges are are just probably going to curate a list that is subjective to their taste to some extent. Yeah. Some products are legitimately built better than other products. 100%. A one year old bourbon is never going to be better than a great nine year old bourbon. It can't, it just doesn't have the ability to do so. It can't. Not a, not a good nine-year-old. No, I'm not saying yeah. like any nine-year-old. I'm saying like a great nine-year-old whiskey. Yes. A Koi Hill cannot be worse than a uh, mellow corn. It, yeah. it, like it can't be, right? From like a constructed standpoint, one is richer and more yeah, complex. But when and you look at it and you say, okay, mellow corn's, you know, three 20 years bucks. old or yeah. whatever. It's $20. It's great for the, the price yeah. tag or whatever. And like, yeah, the but gold- these, these awards are blind. They There's are. no value award. Your award is the whiskey in the bottle. Yeah, but when you go through a day and you go, okay, well, I had tequila in the morning, and then we did mezcal, and then we had bourbon, and then we had scotch. That's hard, like, yeah. That's yeah. that's very hard. And I don't know that's who rough. does that, to what extent, or what the breaks are like, yeah. or if that's done, if bourbon's done today, and mezcal's done tomorrow, and tequila, whatever. But I don't I don't know like the exact breakdown. I agree that that could be a problem, though. So I also see a very large disconnect of, like, YouTubers putting their top tens out sure. versus Us. like almost any like double gold, platinum, whatever awards mm-hmm. that you see at a uh, a, a whiskey awards like already. a reputable one. Yeah, you even San Francisco, right? Like everything feels super padded. Okay, and you you look at the people that are you know in our scape putting out what their top ten is and. It's not all the the platinums or whatever they're, sure. they're giving out that year, or the like the double gold. Sure. It was like, yeah, you can be double gold in best new craft. Yeah, doesn't mean it is top twenty of the year. Right. So most of them are broken. Has a gauge. Mo- well, most of San Francisco Ascot does it too, but a lot of them are broken down to categories. Yeah. Best craft whiskey of the year, best single barrel of the year, whatever. Yeah. Now, I think the difference is, is like, so you and I make top 10 lists because it's just, they just generally do better for content's sake. 100%. Now, 
you make a top 10 list at the end of every year or the beginning of the new year for last year. When you make the top 10 list, we take, you know, 20 bottles, do them blind, 20 of our favorite whiskeys from the year. We do those 20 blind and then we do a top 10 and rank them through the top 10. Yeah. The difference is, is like you and I got, let's just say like realistically a hundred good bottles of whiskey a year. We're also doing 20 of one category. Yeah. All, I think generally they do bourbon. like a thousand across fucking every spirit, hundred categories. Every spirit. You know? Yeah. yeah. Now, the thing that I think happens at like the Spirit Awards is like, even if you let's just narrow it to just uh, American whiskey. Yeah. If we did our top 20 American whiskeys, which is often what it is, usually we throw like finished stuff in there, burr yeah, rise, stuff to. like that, bourbons. Um, we didn't, we don't get things submitted to us because we're an award show. Yes. Where all the award shows do, right? Yeah. Like, I'm saying, because I, you, you're trying, you're vying for your spot 100%. to win that gold, double gold, platinum, yeah. whatever it is you would like to put it into that yeah. because the buzz that gets, you know, the exact same thing. So Minnick changed saying, McKenna forever. Yeah. Like literally. You're, you're going to be able to say, hey, I submitted for this um, award or whatever. Yeah. We won double gold. Like it's really good. It was like, right, yeah, you want that. You yeah. want that for the marketing sake. A hundred percent. I Most of the award ceremonies are send two bottles and 300 bucks, 500, whatever it is to, yeah. for your entry, right? Uh, dude, there's... If you don't do it, yeah, why would I mean that amount it's of money al- is a scrub? It's almost worth for a distillery to, company to do it for free, almost right. to be like, hey man, three hundred bucks, two bottles of whiskey, cool man, possible winner. Worst case scenario, we don't win anything. Yeah, no one cares. See now this best case scenario, we win and get to plaster it everywhere. Well, and the the thing is, is everybody else plasters it everywhere. This yep. one X of X, this one the whiskey of. The best craft. This thing about walking through total wine. There are ones that literally have cutouts of the gold yeah. medallion or the double gold medallion yep. that hang on the neck tag of we won this this year. Like, uh, when after um after Fred streamed his Ascot Awards, the one of the Boulder cast strengths won like at least top twenty yep. somewhere in top twenty yep. from Colorado. I went into our local store mm-hmm. two days later and. I think that was this year, I think then or last or whatever. I went into that store and, and I was looking around. They had Boulder there. I'd love to try it. Yep. And it's, and honestly, like from a, to the creator standpoint, this bottle probably do well in a video because it's been, now it's being yeah. kind of hyped. The needle. Has I been asked moved. for it. They're like, um, I said, is, is that the Boulder cast strength? And they said, no, we don't have it. It's gone. Like everybody's looking for it now. It was like, it's been two days. Yeah. Since one, since literally Fred's Ascot Awards thing, or maybe it wasn't Ascot Awards. Maybe that was just Fred's top. That was just Fred's top hundred. That yeah. wasn't even Ascot. Yeah, actually, now right. I think about it. But anyways, it's there. It's very real. Like the the moving of product because yes. of these lists or these yeah. awards. That's a real thing. I think that we should just start an award ceremony. That's only we could say only American whiskey. Okay. We could so we categorically immediately make it easier. Yep. And make it more specific. And then because this is, I think, the other downside of it is, you let's want, if you and I do a spirits awards, yeah. you and I know jack shit about tequila. We don't Gin, know what's good or tequila, bad. Right? Rum, we might love it. Yeah. They just dumped a shit ton of sugar in it. Yeah, That's probably. why we like it, yeah, right? Whatever. Like, this is real for it. you and yeah. I. Now, like, we have a better idea as to, like, constructed whiskeys. That's, we're generally better at that than we are yeah. tequila, at least. And so I think you will, you limit it to American whiskey, and it you there's no participation trophies. This is what a lot of the um, award oh, ceremonies do. Yeah. The worst 
case scenario is you got a bronze. Yeah. No matter what. You submitted and here's your bronze sticker. Now I know why you do that because now every distillery feels like it's worth submitting because your worst case is I got I won something, right? It's fine. There's listen, if you want to make money and do it, that would be the way to make money and do it. You Give know how many more submissions you yeah. get when there's no risk? There's no yeah. risk for the distillery. No matter what the worst case scenario is, we're getting a bronze. We got a bronze. Yeah. yeah. Or we got you know what? We got a silver because it wasn't dog shit. Yeah. So we got silver. That's not bad. Silver's not bad. That's second. Also Even though that's like fifth. I feel like everything under gold is kind of not as cool. It's not yeah. as cool. But we do this, right? Start Spirits Awards. Yep. American whiskey specifically, because that's our wheelhouse, I'll say. 100%. Um, and then you're, you get judges in the same wheelhouse, which yep. that would be really easy. We get honestly. Matt, yeah. Jason. Yep. Cam. Right. Exactly. People, people, people like that. Yeah. We get like that group. You know, you build a little group, American whiskey only. And then you say no participation trophies. But this is why I, this is why I think draws the distillery in. What yeah. draws the distillery in is you won, let's just say gold's like for real the highest or platinum's yeah. the high, whatever. You won that, but like that's so meaningful it because does. all 12 of us actually picked that to be that and there was no bullshit yeah. and you didn't have to win any award. I think it actually, it's heavier. I think that, dude, I'm going to be honest. If you there said be, like, so you're saying there, there being no bottom like participation yep. shit makes it mean so much. You could have not won anything. Yeah. And you got a double platinum. Yeah. I think it's a way heavier medal or award. Yeah. When you could have just walked away with nothing. Nothing. Yeah. We don't have a reason to, like, you don't have a reason to submit. I And I know, like, this is the hard part of talking to the distillery into it is you might not get anything. And it was $500 or whatever they, I don't, I don't know what normal charge is. Two well, bottles. We're charging eight fifty. So. It's two bottles. It's generally two bottles of whiskey and like X amount of money is what yeah. it is per submission. Talk, but I'm going to be completely honest. So it if, sounds like a lot of places are just buying bronze. They're buying marketing. They're silver. paying for marketing is what they're doing, right? But they're paying for marketing on the off chance that they actually are like hyped to heaven. Yeah. And then it's like everywhere and everybody. Worst case, realistically, a silver medal. Yeah. And you just say, hey, man, we got a silver medal. Yeah. And that it's doesn't great. sound bad. Sounds like we came in second. It does. But. 96 other brands also took a sale. Right. So. And don't you think now this is, there would Yikes. be a lot of like, there'd be a lot of um, having to inform the consumer, but having to conform the consumer, uh, like you'd have to get all the consumers on the same ideology that um, if you saw that metal, yeah, it was agreed upon by a bunch of people blind who are all whiskey people. Right. Yeah. And then on top of that, they won that because like, and it was all blind and it was whatever. So all it is boiling down to for us is the actual like medallion system that people are getting. Okay. Seems a little shitty. It when there are participation medals given. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and no, but I think that you do and listen, there are a lot of people who do spirits who are highly educated in all of them or a, yeah. or five of them or way more than we are. Our wheelhouse is very specific or narrow yeah, we're, we're very single filed yeah now i'm sure and i'm giving everybody benefit of the doubt i'm sure other spirits words have people who have larger you know they're less narrowed right yeah um it's a broader span they know whiskey idea. and scotch and canadian and what you know tequila or mezcal whatever but i think if you make it more specific and i think if you make it more important they make it feel more important to a consumer. I think it carries more weight when it wins. Okay. 
And that's how we start. That's how we take over the Spirits Awards world. All right. I need I need you to tell a Trademark story that's not anything to do with whiskey. All right. Go ahead. I know you got one. I have a lot. Well, we're already like 40 minutes deep. So okay. I need one. I'm going to TLDR. I'm going to sum up the week. Just give me one. Just, Just one story. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you. Okay. Just Ready? one story. Ricky. Yep. It's been, we have like an omen around our home right now. Like an animal omen. And so, and I don't know how it happened. I don't know what witchcraft Ricky did inside our home to cause this, right? But um, I don't. Okay, I don't know what that means. You're about to find out exactly what it means, dude. Oh, I'm so excited. Ricky leaves, takes the kids to my parents. My parents watch our kids. That's our daycare. Is my parents. So, anyways, we're gonna. I'm. I work. Ricky works. Ricky takes the going into work. So Ricky takes the kids to my parents in the morning. They live like four miles away from me. So. On the way home, she gets home and she comes out here and she's like, I hit a rabbit and she's wanted another rabbit. We've had two fucking rabbits, right? And we literally intentionally gave away the second rabbit to a family who wanted it because it was a fucking asshole. The first rabbit was phenomenal. Timothy was Timothy goaded. was a good, good was, rabbit. Timothy was the, was, was the cookie of rabbits. Yeah. We're not going to get a better rabbit. 100%. There's no replacing Timothy. Yeah. He was a dog that was a rabbit, right? The cookie's 100%. a dog that's a cat. So anyways... We're sitting there, and she goes, I hit a rabbit. And I go, that sounds like a, like a real good idea that you don't need another rabbit. Like, if there was ever a sign in the universe, yeah. we don't need a rabbit. You killed another rabbit yeah. with your car. We don't need a rabbit. So she, I walk out of this door. I'm out here. She tells me this. I walk out. And as Ian I kicks a rabbit. <laughs> the Tahoe is what Ricky drives, parked in front of the house. I walked out, and I look. Oh, God, no. I look at the Tahoe, and I go, the rabbit's ears are hanging down from under your car. She goes, stop. And I'm like, Ricky told me about this. Yeah. And I'm giving her shit like jokingly. Right. Because yep. there's no way. And then she goes over there and looks. I don't think anything of it. It's, it looks like it's probably like a tree branch or something. I walk. She walks over. and She goes, oh, my gosh. And she just gets away from the car. And I go, what is that? And she goes, it's the rabbit. And it's hanging from the rear sway bar. Yeah. And you can see its ears dangling. It was the ears. I was right on accident. Yeah. I look at Ricky and I go. It was uh, just the head of the rabbit. I heard. Yeah. Well, yeah. so Ricky's. Rear passenger tires completely flat. Perfect. On the same rabbit trip. Oh. She hits the rabbit and blows a tire out no. on the same trip. She doesn't know the tire is flat. Thankfully, the tire wasn't flat when she was driving home. When it sat there for 30 minutes, it's yeah. complete, literally like on the rim flat, gone, like gone. flat, flat, yeah. right? And I'm like sitting there and I go, well, when we take that, up, or I actually said to her, I go, when you take that uptown to get that tire fixed, have them get that rabbit out. I'm not touching the rabbit. That's disgusting. You're a terrible person. There's no way. And then I like... You got to do that for your wife. I looked at her and she goes, well, I'm taking your car. I go, hell no, you're not. You've been hitting shit, flattening tires. I was at discount two weeks ago getting a different flat fix for you. I'm. You're not driving my car into any buildings today, right? That's what I'm thinking. I said that to her. But so then I'm like, don't be a bitch. Fucking put your... Stop being... Just go get the fucking rabbit out. I put one glove on. Oh, I'm for sure putting gloves on. Oh, I'm not touching. Them. Yeah, it's it's at this it's point I don't been well seasoned. And I and yeah. at this point I don't I don't know the extent of the rabbit. I'm physically seen said rabbit. Pulverized. Yep. I just know it's probably not alive. Yeah. So <laughs> I put a glove on. I I got like, dude, this is clearly not sponsored. Steel makes these work gloves. I will never not. I just bought my dad a pair for Father's Day. I go. I'll never not own that pair of gloves. They're like thirty bucks. I put those things through hell. I've put them through heaven. I've done I've done everything except J-O in them to bring it back. And they're the best gloves I've ever owned in my life. But I go put one on. They're nice, thick work gloves. Put one on. 
I walk over to the car, I lay on the ground, and I look under it. And I look under it, it's two ears dangling on one side of the sway bar. Oh, in goodness. The back of the pelt on the other side of the sway bar, and its eyes are just out, right? So Easter's just a little bit ruined for oh, you this dude. year, is what I'm hearing. Grab the ear, and I go, I don't really want to work to get this out, because that's going to make it worse. Yeah, yeah, You know, you're kind of hoping it falls out. Yeah. Grab the ear. Like, the best of the worst. The best, right. Grab the ear, pull it right out. As I'm holding onto its ear, I started. I can only hope your children just pull that home. out. Nobody's home. Like I'm hey, the only Daddy, one. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm the only one. I got the ear like this. I'm ruining Easter for you kids. There's a head. The eyes are. It's been decapitated, and then it's the this much of the pelt is just hanging down. There's yeah. nothing attached to the pelt. It's just yeah. fur. Okay. I walk it over. I throw it in the woods. I'm like, fuck. That's fucked up. That's pretty fucked up. At what point did one of your dogs come out? And that, dude. Seemingly not yet. No, seemingly not yet. So this happens. We Ricky actually puts her own spare tire on like a badass. She goes in and got her own. To come to find out, she ran over a rock. It penetrated her tire, went inside. So they patched it. The tire's fine, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be flat again in a week. After this, I'm like, damn, that's intense, right? Your girl likes flat tires. You know, the day it rained really, yeah. really hard. It yeah. was that night. Okay. Did the rest of the rabbit body drop down? <laughs> oh, you like imagine? No, I, I did for? search under the car okay, to confirm right. that there was no more. I rabbit. just assume like a, no. the zombie corpse of it just dropped down. Oh, I was like, dude. well, I live here now. Just, it shit's haunted. It's just doing this. Yeah, <laughs> one paw. But anyways, so then that night it starts raining really hard. I'm like, I got to get Cookie in the pool bar. It's like for real downpour, like hard rain. He's in this little nest over there. Yeah, yeah. So he's. I'm I'm out here. It's starting to rain really hard. I'm going cookie because at night, if you say cookie outside at night, he just comes over here and he comes in the pole barn. So I'm yelling for cookie. He's not coming back. I'm like, dude, it's rain. He must be already like hunkered somewhere. Yeah. So I he's always in the saloon because we keep that open. He wasn't in there. And I'm like, damn, I wonder where the fuck he went. I haven't, didn't see him all day. Next day I come out. This is like semi-normal. Sometimes he just walks away or whatever. He likes to hunt it. It's summer. He hates winter. And he loves summer. At summer at nighttime, he likes to go out and fuck around. Well, he's a cat. Yeah. So he's yeah, a nocturnal sense. animal. Yep. He sleeps all day in here, and then he plays. Yep. Normal cat things. The next day, I, I walk out here. I'm working. I walk out. I go pee. I walk back out, and I hear Cookie meow. And I turn around and go, hey, dude, where the fuck have you been? Because I just talked to Cookie like a person like he's going to answer me. I go, yeah. where the fuck you been, dude? And he's whatever. Walk in here. He walks in here with me. He jumps up on the my desk, and he's sitting like right here for me. And I look over and I'm like, why is this fur all fucking wet? Like, it's dry as hell now. We're going into it. Yep. And I'm like, why is it so wet? And then I'm looking at him like, wait. And Cookie's like the most calm animal. You can just grab his face and like move his shit and he doesn't care. percent. So I like grab his snout and I like pick his up because it's his whole neck is like not the same, not normal fur consistency. Yep. And I look at him like, motherfucker, he's got a hole in the middle of his neck. He's and then and, it, and there's like, it's clearly been like the fur's all fucked up blood and i call the vet and i'm like hey my cat has a cut on his neck it like this looks like an emergency i don't want to take him to the emergency vet because he's that's gonna be like a shit ton of money yeah and it's the middle of the day like everybody's open it's two o'clock in the afternoon yeah. and you can get somewhere that someone should be able to handle this a normal, a normal vet, vet. Yeah. yeah and she go i'd like at least like somebody to look at it before we take the urgent or the emergency and so she goes uh just a second she comes back she goes i'm so sorry for the wait we are like f stacked today, like completely full. The only way we can get him in here is if it's an emergency visit. And I'm like, that's fine. Cause that's still cheaper than the emergency. Perfect. Vet. It is an emergency right. visit. Yeah. She goes probably four to six. And I mean, and I was like, it's like two 30, yeah. almost three. 
And I go, PM? And she goes, $100. And I went, what? You don't even know what the fuck's wrong. She goes, probably four to $600. If he needs stitches or sutures or anything, he's going yeah. to have to stay overnight. And I'm like, I don't really have another option. Yeah. Like, he might be real fucked up, and I don't know, right? And so... At that it, point in time, you're going to go... Yeah, okay, let's make it happen. Right. I don't give a shit. Well, and she was like, and I go, what do you want me to come? She's like, right now. And I'm like, okay. So I get Cookie. Ricky just gets home. I put Cookie in the car. This he, community would riot. That's what Kiefer said. Anything happened. That's what my brother in law said. Like 100%. The community would be so upset if you didn't help Cookie. Yeah. So, well, and I don't, to. this is the other problem is like, I have like a huge soft spot for animals and 100%. I don't like to see any animal suffer. He didn't seem yeah. like he was suffering, but something's fucked up. Oh, 100%. right. Yeah. His neck is mm, it's gross. So I take him to the vet and I walk in and I just carry him into the vet. Like this is the kind of cat cookies. I literally just carry him out to the car, put him in the car. I carry him into the vet and I just hold him the whole time. There's dogs walking around. He just looks, he doesn't give a fuck. So we're sitting there. She comes out and she grabs him and she goes, I'm going to, we're going to take him back right now. I'm going to look at him. I'll be right back out while, while we're doing this just to let you know what's going on and whatever. I'm like, okay. She comes back you out. You hand cookie off? Yeah. You just didn't walk back? I can't believe they didn't let him walk back. No, right no. They take them like in the backpack, like in the emergency room or whatever. Ooh. Like he didn't look like he was dying. Yeah. Right. So it was like, I don't need to like, I don't have to come with yeah. you or whatever. But, and he's so calm that it's like, he's going to let you guys do whatever, yeah. whether I'm there or not. So the, like they do it with the. The dogs, normal visits, I, you go in the room with them. This yeah. one, she was like, I'm, we're going to take them in the back and really quick, whatever. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. So I hand her Cookie over to the lady. Cookie couldn't give any less fucks, dude. No. Not a one. Is this girl going to pet me? Yeah. Like, cool, man. So she comes back out and she goes, so you said he lives in a pole barn. And I go, I did on the phone. I told her this. Yeah. And I go, okay, just, just to like kind of clarify, the, the pole barn is a house. Yeah. It has air conditioning. He has beds. Like it, it's he's a little box. When he's I said food, pole barn, he's got water. Yeah, I'm like you thought it was a farm cat, outdoor cat. It's in a real pole yeah. barn. Like it's in a it's in a guest house almost. He's a real cat. And um, she's like, okay. And she goes, so does he go outside? And I go, eh, he's like an 80 20. 80 inside, 20 outside kind of cat. Probably yeah. maybe 70 30. And I go, but he just goes outside, plays around, comes back in every day. It's like I see him every day. She's like, okay, so what happened? I'm like, he's been gone for one day. When it rained, I'm assuming he didn't come back because he it was hunkered down somewhere. I was like, but he came back the next day and this is going on. And she's like, okay. She goes, so he has two um, puncture holes in his neck. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, so something like clearly bit him in the neck. She's like, yeah. we have all his fur on his neck shaved back. And she said, you can clearly see two puncture holes and then one probably like a claw or a scratch mark in the center of his neck. So we need to get some cameras set up. We need to murder. We may have, I may have found the animal. I don't know. So anyways, so she, I'm like, okay. And at this point, I'm still like, yeah, are we good? Yeah. Like I, I know what you're saying makes sense, but I don't know if he's okay. She's like, what we're going to do is she's like, he seems perfectly fine. Whatever happened, like we can probably, he doesn't need stitches. We don't think. So she's like, we get, we're giving him antibiotic shot, a powder thing on it, like a disinfectant, a painkiller. And then we're going to send you home with two more pills that, yeah, that he needs to throw take. the kid and sink at it. Let's get this cat yeah. back up and, and running. So she brings him back out. And she goes, he's the calmest cat of all time. We grabbed his face. We lifted up. We shaved his neck. He didn't even move. He doesn't yeah. give two fucks. She goes, just make sure he doesn't lick it, whatever. I'm like, okay. So we get home. He's, you know, seemingly, like, he acts completely normal. He wants to go back outside. I won't let him outside anymore now. because He runs outside, makes it three feet, and then looks back at you like, you going to pick me yep. up and pet me? And then I pick him up, put him back in here. He's just, like, he's not allowed to go outside for right Good now. Cat. But, so this all happened. So that happened two days ago. 
Yeah. Last night, come home from or um, Kiefer comes. My brother in law comes over to go fishing with Holden. Holden runs over here. I'm standing right out here. It's like six six thirty. Tell me, it's a raccoon. Yep. It. You know, we got that little swamp pond out there. Yeah. That was a pond, kind of, yeah. and now it's a swamp. Yeah, you live in a swamp, wreck. Holden comes it. over and he goes, "Dad, you got like run as fast as you can." I'm like, "Where?" Like, that's a weird thing to start with, right? My heart can't take that. And he goes, "Run as fast, <laughs> yeah, right." I had flip flops on, and he's like, "Run as fast as you can." I'm like, "To where?" And he goes, "The pond. There's something swimming in it." And I'm like, "Like what?" And he goes, "It's a raccoon." Ricky goes, "No, it's not. Raccoons can't swim." They can. And I was like, "Can't." I don't know if they got those little weird paws. I'm like, maybe they can't, right? Can't think about it. They're large cats. She goes, May, that might legitimately just be like an otter. We're kind of close to the river. Yeah. Could be whatever. And I'm like, okay. And Holden goes, it's a raccoon. And I'm like, I don't know if Holden knows the Like, yeah. if you only Did saw they, the top of a head, it yeah. could be any animal. Walk over there. There's a raccoon stuck on the bottom of the bank of that little pond, yep. not moving. Walk over to it, and it just looks at me, doesn't hiss, not mad. Really weird, super like delirious. I weird. It, it couldn't get out to the other side, dude. It couldn't. It couldn't get up the bank at all. It couldn't move. You help it out. So I go get a rake. Yeah. Kiever goes, dude. It's got to have rabies. And I go, it's not aggressive at all. Not that it can't have yeah. rabies. I'm like near it. Yeah. With I went and put jeans on and shoes on so I didn't get yeah, died. Right. So I go put like normal shit on and I got like this rake. We got a shovel because I can't get down to it either. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, dude. Like, I'm moving it with the rake, and it doesn't give a fuck. And I don't know if it's dying. It's going to die down there 100%, yeah, 100%, like, without a doubt. Yeah, but it could just swim, like, up to the, it, the shorter it stuff. acted like it, something was broke. Um, it kept trying to stand up, and it'd tip over. It'd stand mm. up, and it'd tip over. And I guess one of the things of rabies is that, where yeah. it's very... You're, you're, like, dysfunctioning. Tippy ovary, yeah. right? So, but I'm like, here's the thing. If it doesn't have rabies, it can't. Like, I'm not going to let it die down there. Like, this is the problem. It's rough. And I don't have a way to... And my kids are looking at it. Yeah, that's rough. And I don't have a way to tell if it has rabies or not. This is the other problem. I know that it's not going to run all of a sudden because it can't fucking stand. So it's pretty safe for me to be near it. So did you save this raccoon? I saved the fuck out of that raccoon, yeah. dude. Got him up on the bank. Did you watch him took a while. Got him up on the bank. Put him, like, kind of towards the forest a little yeah. bit. And then Ricky actually got a hold of, like, a wildlife conservationist rehab person. Yeah. They'll just come get shit out of your yard. Really? They'll just come pick up animals, possums, raccoons. Okay. If they're dying. Yeah. Ricky gets a hold of him. is like, this raccoon's fucked up. We got it on flat ground, and it would, like, stand up every once in a while and just lay right back down. And I swear to God, I'm me to that little canister away from it. Yeah. And it's just looking at me like, hey, man. Well, that's I don't sad. really know. Raccoons it was so sad, dude. Yeah. So then we go to dinner and because this wildlife conservationist hasn't, we haven't heard back. Yeah. We go to dinner. We just went like to Lee's right down the road. Oh, perfect. right. So literally five, 10 minutes away. Great. great come, experience. come back. Yeah. Dude, they were doing karaoke. Oh. There was a girl who could sing, sing there. She did like great four country song. songs. And I was like, leave her up there. I will start tipping. Like put a hat yeah. out. Going to go get that for dinner. tonight. It, dude, smash burgers weren't bad. Burgers Life's weren't bad. Home, so burgers were good. That was the move. So anyways, we come home. Wildlife conservationist gets a hold of Ricky on the way home. Goes, hey, let me know if the raccoon's dead or not. Oh. Because it was, I told yeah. Ricky, I go, it's dying. Whatever's it's happening is it looks yeah. like it's dying. And if it stays here overnight, something will come and get it. We have coyotes here. Oh. We have fox here. We have other whatever. Anyways, I walk back out there. Not there. 
I'm like, also a little frightening. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So then I go back in and I go, I got to get a flashlight because if something came and got it, there's going to be blood or something True. somewhere. Most likely no blood, no weird trails, no weird. Like it got drug. You could see just, where it was lying. Might've just got a strength back. I think, off. Yeah. So here's the thing. It was when we had got it out of the pond, it was a mama raccoon. Um, you could see could have been a little its tired. nipples were crazy. Yeah. Could have been a little tired. It just didn't gauge the situation to go to the shallow end. I wonder whatever. if it almost drowned. It just kept trying to go up yeah. and just got tired out. I wonder if it almost drowned. You, you guys probably saved it when it was like exhausted. Yeah. Not figuring things out. And like, like when we would pull it wired. out, it tried like to buy the kids. You yes. understand. It's a little wider. You know? Well, it would like nip. It would nip at the shovel. Yeah. But and then it would hold on to it and it let us pull it up. Yeah. And then we put it on the ground. It had no intention of being like, listen, motherfucker, I'm here. It I'm was here just to bite like, you. yeah. Oh, dude, like that. It was probably just saved a raccoon, saved dude. A nice. This is my own. This is my life in the past four days. I think that's crazy. What's today? Saturday. A lot of wildlife story. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I just feed a lot of deer in my backyard. I love deer. That's deer. all I got. I love them. Oh, we've had um, we've had a, a couple little ones in the backyard. Little fawns. Um, the other day, I, I sent a, a Snapchat of Bambi and um, like the what are the, like there was a little baby rabbit yeah. sitting next to it. Are you so, serious? Yeah. Um, so it was like a little baby little, little fawn still had all of his spots and stuff and like just wheel over and there's like a bunch of little baby rats. Oh, that's wild. I live in the middle of nowhere. That's so beautiful. This though. seems very normal. It is normal. We have deer here that um, we'll stand by that pond out there. Yeah. And I'll come out on the deck and they just, they won't even run away now. Oh, they're so tame right now. Yeah. Um, Nobody's hunting them. So you know how like close that tree is to my backyard. Yeah. Or my your deck, port. yeah. I'll walk out and I'll smoke on that back yeah. deck and just watch them. Those just walk, sit, there. sit there. Yep, they I don't love give a that. Shit. They just sit sure. there, eat the apples, have a good time. People who live in cities don't get this part. This mm-hmm. is the best. When I walk out with a coffee in the morning and I yeah. walk out on this porch to walk into here, and I got a coffee, a hot coffee in my hand. It's like cool out. It's nice. Yeah. And there's two, three deer standing by the pond over there. Yep. And I walk out and they look at me and their little tails like flopping flies or whatever way. And then they just go back to eating. You just give them the hello. Oh, and you dude. Walking. I go, hey, yeah. buddy. And I just stand there and I, I'll stand there and just watch them for a while. It's amazing. Yeah. We got a lot of turkeys here, though. Danger. That's, that's trigger. <laughs> it's danger. All right. Um, all right. Let's end this. Yep. Um, we've been talking. Thanks for, for watching. Another hour. If you watch this on like, if you listen to this or watch this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts, just like if you rate and review it, it helps us. It's free. So do that. If you watch it on YouTube, like it and comment and stuff. I'll just cut that at the beginning. All right. Somewhere. Cheers, everybody. Um, thanks for being here. Um, that was a lot of ranting, raving. That was that was a lot of different topics. We did that a good job. A we did lot. a good job. Very fast. We covered porn. In animals. Okay. We'll see you never.